Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kendra Crump Show, a.k.a. the H&IC Show, because I am the head nigga in charge. All right, put some respect on my name, as usual. So this week, um, you know, guys, I love doing interviews, and I am always uh, finding random people, people who have a large, nice following, people who, you know, inspire me, people who are like, wow, okay, definitely got to get you on. Let me get first dibs. Even if I'm not first, let this be like the best that you, people will try to encounter, you know? So, uh, this week, so I've come across this young lady, you know, guys, I work at the airport and, um, came across her. She was just walking, minding her own business. And I'm like, oh, I got to stop her. You know, let her know how fly she is. Because, you know, I like to give people compliments. I like touching people and everything else. You know, so I said, wait, let me stop you real quick. Because, like, y'all, sh- this is a chocolate beauty. You know, just beautiful ball. Like, it made me say, you know what? I'm going to chop my dreads off and go ahead and be like her so we can be twins, right? But I don't know how it would have looked. It would have probably looked crazy. It works. You can't do it for everybody. You can't do it. You know, so... <laughs> and her... And she has a very flat stomach. Now, my stomach's flat, you know, on a, on a good day, okay? This bread I'm eating, it's, it's not getting too... It's not flat as much as I thought, but it's still a good day. I can wear a crop top. A lot of y'all can't. Okay, stop that. Back to the story. But she has, like, like just, like, body is... It, it, body all right she's not going to dr miami like some of you hoes are out here okay this is all natural and if it's not then just say it's natural for the for this purpose of this interview (laughs) (laughs) so yes ladies and gentlemen uh miss quinice jackson um um she is uh we're just gonna get dive into her i just had to stop her and i was like oh wow she's got a large following okay let me Go ahead and jump on this this train of, you know, being like part of the fan base, okay? Because I'm like, like, just amazing. And then guess what? When, after I stopped her, a couple more people said, hey, you look fabulous. So I started like a revolution, all right? So yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that was a nice little introduction uh, for you um, and everything. How are you doing, Queen? I mean, it's like, you know what? I think the thing is, is like when you see greatness, I think, uh, or, or just beauty or whatever, there's nothing wrong with going up and saying, Hey, you know what? You look fabulous today. And I love giving compliments, you know, because I know when it, when it comes with women, a lot of women are, it's like a competition, in a sense, they don't want us up here sit and let you know, hey, I think you're pretty or, you know, whatever it might be, you know. So I, I just I, I have I, do, I just love saying something, you know, no matter what it might be. So let's go ahead, get started. Where are you originally from? Um, Originally, I'm from Maryland, but I currently reside in Georgia. All right, then Maryland. So the DMV area, how far, I know there's a city in Maryland called College Park. How far away um, was that from your hometown growing up in Maryland? So I was born and raised in Cheverly. So it was probably maybe about mm, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, that's if that. Bad. Okay. Yeah, no, not far at all. And I actually lived in College Park for a short period of time growing up. So yeah, very close. Gotcha. Yeah, because we have a college park here, you know, in Georgia, um, south of Atlanta. And it's definitely, I'm sure the demographics are a lot different than up in Maryland. 
different, a whole lot different college park. Yeah. Yes, yes, park. Bubba Sparks College Park. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot different. You know, you be surprised. You like, oh shoot, Compton, California, Compton, whatever. You're like, oh, you know, it's it's definitely a lot different and everything. So growing up in in Maryland, you know, I know you guys have the brutal winters at times and everything else like Ooh. that. Yeah, it make I'm like I'm like black folks are not meant to be up north. I said, what are y'all doing? Come to the south, okay. <laughs> So what was that like? Okay, growing up, did you, you went to a, would you say diverse um, school? Was it uh, black? Was it white? What what type of school setting? What type of neighborhood like growing up did you uh, encounter? So I went to a pretty much mixed school all the way up into high school. Then I was probably most predominantly black and Hispanic for mm-hmm. the most part. You mm-hmm. had your few white people here and there. Um, but I, I grew up pretty diverse. I, I lived in the suburbs mm-hmm. um, my whole life. And it was just, it was, it wasn't, it was, I think I had a pretty normal upbringing with, a, I had a lot of experience with different types of people from all over the world, from different walks of life. So it was very diverse. Got it. Got it. And when you were, when you were, um, child going to middle school high school did you what like did you do any extracurricular activities or were you just mainly like book smart kind of staying away from the boys or what was that like oh gosh um I was a handful I did ballet tap jazz lyric hip-hop gymnastics I was a cheerleader um I attempted to get into track but you know running wasn't my thing Mm -hmm. um but I definitely stayed out of the boys' faces. I had a lot of male friends because I was somewhat of a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls, the girls kind of really didn't like me that much. Of course, they, they never gonna do that. Of course, I understand. Oh, that I'm was the thing. And then um, I had a, I had a. It was kind of tough at first because um, I was bullied a lot mm-hmm. all the way up until like tenth grade when I decided to cut my hair off. Um, but you know, I never really had a problem with like. You know, I wasn't fast and ass at all. Uh, I just had a lot to do with my upbringing with my mom, and and then of course they didn't like dark skin girls. Okay, so yeah, just, of course, of course. Yeah, dark skin was not in back then, so you know they wanted a, a light skin, pretty eyed, long hair, female, which was fine. Um, it helped me out. You know, I stayed out of the way. I kept my virginity all the way until I graduated high school, woo, which woo. was great. Woo woo! Yes. Go ahead, my, go ahead. Everybody my age, they all got kids. Uh, half their age at this point. <laughs> um, so, you know, this unpopular opinion is the truth, though. Um, it's the truth. And, it's the truth. Yeah. So I, I kind of stayed out the way. I did what I had to do. I graduated. Uh, with my virginity, okay. Go go and ahead. But listen, that make that make look that makes two of us, sis. That makes two oh, of us. Okay. Listen, I, listen, I left. I left. We're, we're a rare breed. No, but here's the thing. Uh, I'm about to give you an even rarer breed. I'm still a virgin, you know. So this is. Oh, oh no, you lie. No, I you know I would show you my hymen, but you gotta pay a little money for that. But no, it's it's I'm still okay. one. <laughs> okay. But no, it, you know what? It's it's tough because. The problem is like you it like it's like you get overlooked in a sense or people like after a certain age guys don't really care to take a woman's virginity you know it, it's like especially mm-hmm. when you like you know you pushing 30 or whatever else it may be or you 40 years old they're like okay like 
ma'am, should have done something about that. Or sir, you should have you should have done something about that or whatever else it may be. So it's 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 always amazing when you come across other walks of life who um decide to hold on to their virginity. They're not just out there and everything else. Like if I of course, you know, I wanted to be and stuff like that. Um but I realized um after much trial and error and it was like God blocking it, it every time. God would always block it, man, you know? So I said, let me just okay. go ahead and be successful and worry about doing that type of stuff later. You know, so Yeah, big props to you. Wow, that's amazing. I, I give you big props. Like, hold on to it. Hold on to it as long as you need to hold on to it. Because that is amazing. I wish I did hold on to it just a little bit longer. Do you, um, do you feel like but... the person that you did lose your virginity to, do you feel like, okay, were you tired at that point? Were you like, okay, I feel like I'm ready? Were you just in a bad state of mind? Like, it's it's so many different factors that end up happening after, you know, once you reach a certain age. I personally felt like I was ready for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for my curiosity, I felt like I was old enough. Um, I did all, I took all the steps and precautions, um, that I felt like I should have. I never, I, even though I had a, a pretty nice upbringing and, you know, I had my mom in my life, I didn't have the talk, you know, I didn't learn about sex. I kind of just, I kind of just held on to what I felt like was right. Mm-hmm. And I, I had I had a lot of bad examples around me, I, I, i.e. my peers who are, uh, you know, having sex in middle school and high school and having babies. And, and I just like, that that wasn't for me. So when I felt like I was ready and I felt like I was comfortable, I did it with somebody I felt like I was comfortable with and who I could trust. Um, sadly, it didn't last long, even though um, I personally felt like I was ready to you know, settle down, get married. And, and that was, that was at 18. I was Mm -hmm. ready to settle down, get Mm -hmm. married. I was, I've just never been so much. So like my peers in a sense, Mm -hmm. um, settling down has been something that I've always wanted. Uh, and it just, it didn't happen that way. I'm still at this point looking for the right one. I Mm -hmm. literally just got out of a, a a relationship. (laughs) I'll talk about a couple of days ago and Aww. since yeah. i'm giving you a hug through the through the screen i'm sorry I'm, it's I'm okay giving you a hug, i'm giving you a hug apparently it just you know i i saw the red flags and i tried and i was just like well you know maybe next time mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it is what it is but i think i made the right decision for myself everybody's decisions are different mm-hmm. um and I think I did good for myself. I, I'm still doing very well, and um, I'm nothing like my peers. I'm a little ashamed to say that I'm in the same generation <laughs> as most of these people, because I see some of my peers now, and I'm just like, wow. It, you mm. know what? It's, it's it's the truth. I'm like, you know, that's why I'm like, I'm not going to my high school uh, reunion. I, look, I already know who, who had a baby by who, who's the secret love uh-huh. child. I already know one of y'all slept with the, I already, I'm like, no, I see y'all at the airport. I see y'all on, on Facebook. Okay. That's enough for me. <laughs> this, listen, I am going to be, this is going to be astounding. This reunion of mine. I'll probably be the only celebrity there. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm probably gonna be the only one in shape doing anything type of successful <laughs> with no children. It's gonna be crazy. I'm seeing some of these females and they are they didn't let themselves go. I'm like, dang, you know, time does fly. It's been about I don't know how many years I've been out of school. It's been almost whew, child, has it been that long? 
It has been oh. that long, sis. It has been that long. Good grief. Almost a decade now. Almost, hey. honey. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I, listen, I know. Time be going. It's so crazy how when we were in school, we were like, oh, my goodness. I can't wait till I grow up. And I can't wait till I yes. start doing this. And then you, it's like, no, like. Uh, I could have waited. Let's I could have waited. Exactly. Do over. Definitely a do over. Do over. I need I need a cool 16, 17. That's the age I would go back to. I can mm-hmm. enjoy life. You know what I mean? Coming into my own, mm-hmm. enjoying being able to go out, but not really having no real responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But you feel like you're grown, but you're not. Mm-hmm. That's that's a cool age I would go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the whole being grown thing, I was never really that fast. I was kind of forced to grow up a little faster than most. Mm-hmm. So, you know, about 17, 18, I was, I was, oof, I was well beyond my peers in maturity and taking responsibility and doing adult things. I was already doing it. So if I could go back and just, you know, just get some of my, get some of my childhood back, I really would. But now when you say you you had to grow up fast, uh, you know, around that time, what was going on? Um, trend, what transitional periods were happening in your life at that time? Uh, so for me, the bullying kind of started making me, um, grow up a whole lot faster because I had to learn how to, everyone should learn that anyway, but I had to learn how to love myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, truly love yourself. The type of love that most women don't really find until they're in, they're in their early thirties where they realize they don't need a man to be okay, to live, to be happy. Mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to find that at 15, 16, I had to really, really, find myself and dig mm-hmm. deep to know that I don't need validation from no one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have um, the support I would say from my mom um, being as though she didn't have the talk with me about, you know, sex. And I kind of felt like I was thrown to the wolves. The second I turned of age, I was just like, here, you can pay your own bills now you can do this like you grown now mm-hmm. and she hollered it but I never hollered it and I was just like I'm not ready I don't feel like I'm ready but you know life happened and I had to be ready but you know what I hate the fact that I think that's like a generational curse where you have parents who do not prepare you for life and they just want to say okay well you're grown now just just get out it's like bro like what can I do can you help me out you know don't right, can you help me out yes that's I wanted that so bad, and then I sit back and I see my peers who have parents who support them and try to teach them the right way, and they just be like, "Get out of my face! You're doing too much." And I'm just like, "Dude, you don't get it. You're you're 25 now. You're still able to live with your mom. She's still paying your insurance. She's still doing these things for you, helping mm-hmm. you out, telling you about credit." And when I tell you I had to learn these things, I had to do either learn them on my own or trial and error. And mm-hmm. I tell you, I hit my head so many times. I should be sitting here with a concussion by now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I wish I did have that. And and I really wish I I really wish I did. But it 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 made me into the woman that I am today. Very strong, very independent, and I know better. That's right. And so I do better. Now, let me ask you this. What are like okay. Did you ever have a conversation, a heart to heart, you know, conversation with your mom and say, "Hey mom, you know, I I when you threw me out 
you know, to just pretty much fend for myself, it really hurt me. Or you guys still haven't had that conversation. No, we still not have had that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a sort of a strained relationship with my mom, to say the least. Like, I I speak to her, we're cordial. Um, We just don't have that relationship that you, you know, that mom and daughter, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, relationship. We don't have that. Same here. Um, She's still my mom. And I and I will always respect her in in that sense. I, we just we just don't have that you know that relationship that some people have with their parents. We just don't have that. And I've I've come to accept it um, because you know older people when they get old they get old and set in their ways. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And I am a strong believer in not trying to talk to someone who don't really want to hear the truth mm-hmm. because it would then more aggravate me if I'm trying to get my point across and you're telling me, well, that's not what was going on, but I'm telling you, those are my feelings and you, you can't, you can't like minimize my feelings. You can't tell me that that's not how I felt or that's not what was going on because it was, it happened. And I'm telling you that's what happened. So I don't feel like, you know, having that conversation because it's just going to go down the drain or, or things will go left. And I am, I'm grown now. So I don't feel like I should have to sit back and be quiet and just take whatever she says to me. So that's a conversation that we'll probably never have. Um, I feel like it is what it is. And I am who I am because of it. So, you know, I make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't like to be a victim. I don't, I don't like to feel like I'm a victim. I don't want anybody to think of me as a victim um, of my situation. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm and, glad you think like, I'm glad you actually have that mindset and you have that, that thought process because, you know, I'm sure we all have like certain relationships that we wish could be better, certain things that, you know, wish that could have happened. But, you know, if, if you keep harping on that, you're not going to be who you are. You're not going to be that radiating, you know, that sunshine. You know, I'm pretty sure if I, I you would have had a dark cloud, had you know, the first time I met you and everything else like that. So, yeah. And you can't, you can't, you know, and, and you never know what, you never know what, what, what goes on with that parent as to why they are that way. You know, they probably are dealing with their own internal demons and, you know, hurt people, hurt people, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I'm glad I can definitely relate to you about that. Cause I, I do as well have those issues, you know, uh, with my mom and I'm like, I wish, you know, our relationship was better and I've tried and stuff like that. And, and you just pretty much say, you know what? Hey, you know what? I, it is what it is. You know, I love you, and and sometimes you have to love people from from afar, so they won't bring you know the negativity out of you. Especially like you, you really yeah. had to. You really, as as I'm continuing talking to you, you really did have to grow up and and deal with a lot, like with the bullying. You mentioned, you know, with your your chocolate skin. Um, was it your hair? Was it your lips? What what else was it that, you know, you mentioned the girls were upset with you or they wanted to be catty because all oh, the guys like me and they don't, you know, what was, was it all those other factors that played into it as well? Um, so initially it was just being dark skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you, you have the, the popular girls who are all pretty much light skin or of, of some other race. Mm-hmm. Um, that all the guys wanted. So, you know, they would just be mean, just to be mean, because kids are mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it went from, you know, just the girls being mean to the guys being mean. Mm. And it was the guys that, yeah, oh yeah. It was the guys that were being mean. It was even the ones who, 
tell me that they would like me, but when other people were around, they would be, they would hop on them back. Oh my gosh. Sis, yeah. I think, I feel like we live the same yeah. life. Let me find out, like, we live the same life. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, my so gosh. That was, that was a little more hurtful. Not even, it was hurtful just because I was being bullied, but it was more hurtful because I was very much so aware of what was going on. Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, you just told me that you like me. And the second your friends got around, all these other girls get around, you're like, oh no, roach this and midnight that. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, whoa, this Mm -hmm. is a total different person. And then from there, you know, that, that, from that situation, that taught me to be tough. I had to, I had to become resilient. I had to, you know, I had to stand my ground. Um, I had to make this this hard outer shell that I really wasn't, but I had to become that so mm-hmm. that I could defend myself because there was nobody to defend me. Um, and then, you know, tenth grade, I decided to cut my hair off. It wasn't a, it wasn't a fashion statement. It wasn't a trend. Mm-hmm. I was just tired of hair. I was tired of my hair. My hair was long and thin, and I couldn't do anything with it. I was tired. Oh, really? Of doing anything it was with thin. It. Was that, is that like, is that hereditary or what was, um, why was it then? Um, I just, I don't know. I just had like, I have fine hair. Mm -hmm. So naturally my hair was already like, like I didn't have, I don't have like 4C hair. I don't have that nice thick grain of hair. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just like a wavy type of ordeal. Um, my mom's hair is kind of thin. So I'm I'm guessing it's just hereditary. Possibly hereditary. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, well, you know, it's pretty, but, you know, you can't, I can't afro it out because it ain't nothing to afro out. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, all I could do is wear it bone straight, and that's all I could get out of it was it being bone straight. And it's like, I'm getting tired of this. So I just decided to cut it off. And when I cut it off, you know, apparently it was mind-blowing to everybody. I I thought of it as, you know, a weight lifted off my shoulders and I ain't got to do my hair no more. Everybody else was like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You look like a model. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, whoa, where's all this coming from? I'm getting mm-hmm. compliments from people who never talked to me before. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh my gosh, I love it. You're so pretty. You have a beautiful head. And I'm just like, this is weird. All the guys want to talk to me. Everybody want to be my friend in public. Mm-hmm. You know, this is crazy. I'm getting all types of attention that I was not getting before. But I stayed true to myself. And everybody that wasn't talking to me before, I didn't talk to them. We not friends. Because just two days ago, when I was had some hair on my head, you thought I was the exactly. ugliest thing. Exactly. <laughs> on this side of the pentos. No, baby, we can keep the same energy. Thank you. And I'm going to keep it pushing. And from there, I gained so much confidence. And then it just got worse. So even after becoming quote-unquote pretty, not that I wasn't pretty before, but after I I gained my confidence, um, oh, the females did not like that at all. From that point on, I fought almost every couple of months. I fought somebody. I was, and that's what I was just about to ask you. I'm like, did you, did you get into, you know, uh, some, some brawls or were you like, no, I'm just going to ignore these people and everything else. Oh yes. The fights, the fights, they came in left and right, left and right. One girl, um, when I, I, and I transferred schools, I probably went to maybe about oof, five schools. Wow. My my high school years. Oh yeah. I probably transferred about five schools through my high school years Mm -hmm. just because of all the fighting that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly I got one, one real statement out of a girl and her, her, her words were, she think y'all that's why I don't like her. 
that's why she did not like me really? those were her exact words and i was just like this is crazy so i fought her and she got beat up and she she <laughs> brought 10 girls to come jump me i was just and about I to ask like, you that if you got jumped before Okay. I, I did not. I ended up not getting jumped because the school took their precautions or whatever the case was, and the police was called. But needless to say, she got beat up. Because if you didn't get beat up, you wouldn't have brought ten girls to come beat me up. <laughs> so you know. But that, nevertheless, that was never a reason for me to fight you because you felt like I was. I I, I think I'm all that. No, baby, you think I'm all that. Mm-hmm. But I you I am. I am all of that in a bag of chips, That's but it. thank you. I very much so appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the fights were happening all the time. And I just, I was with it. I was with, I was with all the shits. I wanted all the smoke because I had gained my confidence. I could defend myself. And I mean, really defend myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just all talk. At that point, if you said, look, breathe wrong in my direction, I wanted to fight you because I had got tired of being bullied. I was at my breaking point and you know, some people, it doesn't end so well from them. Some people commit suicide mm-hmm. because of bullying. Mm-hmm. Some people just let it continue to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you got people like me. I stopped that shit and it's tracks. And when I seen people being bullied, I stopped it mm-hmm. and it's tracks. I became that person. And you know, from there, I mean, I think that had a lot to do with who I am today. So so here, here's my here's my question. If I if I need a bodyguard, okay, can, can I can I? Because you know we both on the you know you already you know you you out there out there. I'm trying to catch up like you, but when I pop off, can I use you? Pay you about five thousand a week, you know, to be my bodyguard. Hey, very much so. Listen, I've, I've always been the one in the group of friends. If I've ever hung out with anybody, I don't drink and I don't smoke. That's good. So I'm. Uh, yes, I'm always the one that's the DD, always the one that's sober, always the one that's making sure the people who I go out with are safe. And, you know, nobody's being taken advantage of, nothing's happening to them. Because, you know, you have you have the friends that go out and there's always one that's popping slick at the mouth all the time, ready to have somebody fight them. I'm always the one that's like really with the shits. I'd be quiet. But if somebody swing, it's probably going to be me. Because <laughs> I'd be sober. I'd be sober, so I know exactly what it is that I'm doing. I don't never want to be drunk, high, in a different mental state, and I can't comprehend what's going on. No. No, I know exactly what's going mm-hmm. on. And and I'd be with all the shits, and I want all the smoke. I keep an altercation in my pocket, and I'm always ready for it. Oh now, my gosh. <laughs> you sis, know, with age. You are, you yes. are a vibe, sis. You are such a vibe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing now with age you know i'm trying to get out of the state of she can get it i'm I'm trying to get out of that that mental state because you know you get older and you you become wiser and i just you learn to deal with people Mm -hmm. accordingly Mm -hmm. and everybody is not civil Mm -hmm. So, so you gotta deal with them accordingly Mm-hmm. And you know, some people you could press charges. Some people you got to lay hands. Some people you got to curse out. It just depends. That's now, true. as I get, as I've gotten older, I have possessed a firearm. Good. And I'm good with it. 
I, I was gonna say, you're, listen, listen, you're, 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 listen, your name is gonna go on a shirt, Bozo, okay? Like, okay. <laughs> okay. I just, I mean, that's a mental note that I, I just, you know, it's the quiet ones you gotta look out for. Cause I don't like to do the arguing thing. I don't either. And it, and it just depends on what side of the bed that I woke up on that day. That's right. And if somebody that stressed me out and you might just catch the short end of the stick, leave people alone and be safe out there. Because if you come across me, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> ah, sis, you, you know what? You, 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 you just too cool. You are too cool, sis. <laughs> but no, that's, I was going to say, since you don't uh, partake in any like, you know, drugs, alcohol, that means you can like sell your, your urine for all the people out there who have dirty pee and they got to, you know, go to get a drug test. You can sell it, you know? Make- Absolutely. Make bank off of it. Look at you. Okay. Look at you. Listen, I might have to get into that. I think you should. So, leaving high school. Uh, now, are there some women, like, you know how many years progress and, you know, you got people who come to you years later and say, hey, I apologize for how I treated you in high school. Have you come across that, especially since you are on this path of, of you know, I guess, I don't know, fame, recognition? Are you Have you come across that yet? Actually, I have not. Um, I thought that I would have. Mm-hmm. I think people just, they learn to be like, oh, I'm just going to keep my distance, which is probably best because my reaction, I've become so raw in my older age. I've become a little raw with with how I come across people. And that's probably why my friend group is so small because you can't be sensitive around me because my mouth is reckless. I don't really have a filter. And I just feel like people have normalized not being truthful to mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about how you feel, what you got to say, mm-hmm. if you're sorry or not. I don't care anymore because you were wrong and you knew you were wrong. Exactly. But now you see that I'm successful and I'm doing great in life. Now you want to be on the on the bandwagon like, hey girl, I seen this. I just hope everything's good. Girl, fuck you and your good wishes. <laughs> give them to your mama or your grandmama, whoever. Make you feel better. Um, and I just keep it pushing. It's it's less energy for me to try to, you know, kiki and ha-ha. You remember? No, bitch, I don't remember. Have a great day. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know? Just, <laughs> sis. Sis, you, you, I should have I met you a long time ago. You are, you are amazing. You are really amazing. Leaving, leaving high school, um... You you went to college, correct? Or did you go to the workforce? Or what 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 was like life for you after high school? Your sound is getting so far away. I don't know what's going on. No, can you, it sound far. Is it better? Yeah, now it is. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I was saying leaving high school. Mm-hmm. What was the? Uh, did you go to college? Did you go to the workforce? Like, how'd you get into where your career is now? Oh, man. So I wanted to go to college Mm -hmm. um, and that didn't happen right away. So I just I took a year. I was working for my first year out of high school. And then I've always been an alpha female. That's kind of just been my thing. I said I wanted to be a police officer or I wanted to join the military of some sort. I wanted to be in a uniform because I felt like I had what it take. I felt like I was a big dog. Something something had to give. Mm-hmm. So after a year of working, I was just like, this ain't it. I don't want to just be working, like, working nine to five. This, this is crazy. I don't want this. 
Um, I joined the army. Oh, thank you for service. your service. Thank you for your support. I joined the army, and you know, I went to basic training. You know, and that was great. Definitely helped me out. Um, it's 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 definitely a, a great experience that I would do all over again, which I already have. Um, I'm, I've been in the army for about six years now, and um, in the past year and a half, I became a drill sergeant. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's kind of just been my niche. It's something I've always wanted to do is become a drill sergeant. I fell in love with my drill sergeants when I went to basic training. I thought mm-hmm. they were amazing people. Mm-hmm. So I, I said I wanted to be an amazing person. And that's what I did. And after that, I said I was going to move to Georgia. I didn't have any family in Georgia. I didn't have like a support system. You know, I, I had a job at Kindercare, which is a daycare. That's I know. I know. Yeah, I know Kindercare. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, and I just, I called, I, I set up some things. I was like, hey, I would like to move, I'm moving to Georgia. I would like to transfer from one city to another, you know, trying to cover all my bases again. At this point, I am, I don't know, 20, 2021, somewhere mm-hmm. around that age. And I'm like, you know, this is not something that people my age do. They don't make big moves like this. They still in college, still stand with their mom, still just doing basic things like children things because mm-hmm. they're, they're not adults because they're still not adults now. That's so right. I can only imagine what they were doing at the age of 20, just, you know, right out of high school. And so I'm like, okay, I'm in the army. I'm transferring this job. I'm going to move to Georgia. I literally pack up anything that I can fit into my car. I move down to Georgia. I move in with a coworker. I tell her, Hey, I need about two or three months to get on my feet. Do you mind? She's like, no. I'm so thankful for her. Um, literally two months went by. I got my own apartment. And, you know, from there, I was just like, okay, I don't want to work anymore. I was having issues at my job because, you know, there was a teacher there. She was, like, hitting on the children. I was, I told, as I, I reported her as I was supposed to. She started threatening me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a car. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have the car at the time. Um, so I was catching the bus. I was taking a two-hour commute from my apartment. To, to work two hours. So I was getting off of work late, seven o'clock. It's nighttime. She's threatening me to beat, beat me up, have her daughter find me or whatever. Oh, it is. my gosh. Yes, the whole nine. And from there, I was just like, you know, I'm going to quit this job because this isn't safe. I'm reporting like I'm supposed to. Nothing's happening. She's still here. She's threatening my life. I said, somebody's going to get hurt. It's probably not going to be me, but somebody is going to get hurt. So let me leave the situation. <laughs> I, I left the situation and I said, you know what? I came down here to model. This is what's going to pay my bills. I started modeling and I haven't had a nine to five job in about two, three years now. Modeling pays my, my, my rent, pays my bills. I travel. Um, I, I'm still in the army. I have my, my, my drill days here and there, but I don't have a regular job. I haven't had one in about two or three years now, and I'm going to make it. Look at you. Go look at, so actually, when it came with modeling, who, did you, did it just like the idea just came in your mind one day? You had a dream or you had somebody say, hey, you should be a model. How'd that come about? I wanted to model. I've always wanted to model. I did pageants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always, I was always in dance, cheerleading. So performing has always been, like my thing, performing, being in front of people. Uh, you know, some people are, are shy, crowd shy, you know, don't like attention. I've always loved it. Don't mind it at all. 
And once I gained my confidence, I was just like, I'm going to model. This is what I'm going to do. I picked between Georgia, California, and New York. I started being realistic with myself. Realistically, California is way too expensive. It's way too expensive. New York, can't really model there. I'm considered obese, quote unquote, in the modeling industry. Yes, very much so. They want you to be a size zero. And I am not that at all. Far from it. So I said, Georgia is the place to be. It's inexpensive. You know, I, I can do what I need to do. And there's a lot of opportunity for black people in Georgia. So Georgia was the place. I went down there. I started doing my little research. I am not signed to an agency as of yet, but it's coming. It is. But um, I've been doing very well for myself. Since I've been in Georgia, I've landed two BET commercials. Uh, one, with, one was Black Girls Rock with Queen Latifah. And which aired during the um, Super Bowl, which was mm-hmm. absolutely crazy to see myself on TV. Um, the other one was Boomerang. They did a, a remake of the movie Boomerang. I know Boomerang. Um, mm-hmm. On BET, I was on the promo commercial with um, with Lala, whatever. Lala Milan. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a whole ordeal, it, and it's just never it's never ending um, with like haters. So. You know, even though I had a I had a I had a small incident with her, that was crazy. But I say, you know what? I'm not gonna block my blessings and do anything crazy mm-hmm. that's gonna stop me from going into the right direction in the path that I'm supposed to be in. Because I'm gonna be famous. Like people don't people see me and they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. Just know, remember my face. I'm gonna be famous. That's I'm it. Gonna be famous. That's it. Look at look at you. Okay then. You know that because I was like, you know, got like once I checked her, I said, "Wow, she's got like over fifteen k." Okay, cool. You know, so it to me that's like an inspiration right there. So I, you know, I was wondering, I'm like, okay, what can I do to you know get to that level? You just got to keep working and stuff like that. Um, yes, that's that's actually like that to me is like pretty pretty amazing. So look look at look at you. So um, right, closing up, we're gonna you know any last thoughts and everything and then we're gonna get into our little fast five random questions game what is there anything that we can look out for you know any of your fans anybody you know whatever it might be anything in the future that we can look out for for you i am venturing out to la hopefully in the very near future Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna take a chance and i'm gonna become bi-coastal so i'm gonna try to live half and half um, and there's a lot more bookings and castings in LA, bigger bookings and castings. So, you know, look out for me on on your television. You should be seeing my face. I I just did um, the Brent Fayez music video, um, and that was pretty cool. So just just keep an eye out for me. I have a very distinct look, and people remember me. You might not remember my name at first, but you remember this bald chocolate face. That's so. it. Yes, that's it. With with a body, I tell told her that she's her body looks better than Tiana Taylor, man. I'll just put that on everything. Yes, honey. Yes. <laughs> you. Oh, Tiana Taylor is my idol. For girl, don't say that. Hey, I mean, don't well, I mean, listen. It is. It, listen, listen. I, I when I see excellence, greatness, I see it. Like it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing. So, um, let's go ahead and give in, into our fast random, uh, polling questions, and then you can give your socials out and all that good stuff and we can get out of here. All right. So you mentioned earlier, um, that 
the type of, you know, you just got out of a relationship and everything else. What is, and you don't have to list every characteristic, but what is your ideal man that you would like to have to, you know, send to you one day? Which child? I need him to be six foot plus. Let's start there. Okay. I, I need him to be fine as hell. Mm-hmm. I need him to be loyal. Mm. Faithful. Mm-hmm. I need to know that Shivery is not dead. Mm. That's what I need. If you can give me those, I'm so... Because I've been ready to settle down and make some little chocolate babies. You know what? Your your list is simple. You didn't, you didn't, you know, your list is very simple. Oh, it's simple. very simple. Does, what if, what if he smokes cigarettes? Is that okay? No. Okay. So you, listen, that's why I say, man, you gotta be descriptive. You gotta be extremely descriptive. Oh, if very he, descriptive. If he, well, how many kids is too many kids? Oh, At this point, everybody got children. So I take, <laughs> everybody, listen, we, we are a rare breed, Okay. Everybody got children, and at this point, I'm, I'm gonna have to say one, one, maybe two, but I gotta see how you interact with your children because I cannot. It's a package deal. I will always accept someone if they have children. I like you enough. That is a package deal. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I'm I'm very um, aware of, and I love children. But I need to see how you handle and how you deal with your children because mm-hmm. if it's not if it's not a good look. I'm not. I'm naturally a nurturer because I'm a woman first. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can't get with how your relationship is with your children, how you do with your baby mama, I mm, mm-hmm. it's a no go for of me. Of so course. all that plays a factor. And he has to have a legal job, right? No, no in the streets. Oh, babe, I'm coming home soon from jail. No, <laughs> no, we can't do that. Well, um, listen, that has never been my type. I've always gone for the goofy, nerdy. I've never liked hood niggas. I don't like it. Mm-mm. It's nothing. It's nothing attractive about it to me. Your pants mm-hmm. below your waist. I don't like that. That is very suspect because they don't even know where it originated from. They, they, I, I think they know. They just don't care. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I think the thing is, like it. it's it's like it's like the blind leading the blind, and they just really don't care to do better or anything else like that. So, you know, and and I I, I look at the same thing. What if their teeth are throwing up gang signs? Does the tooth the yeah, teeth it's matter? A, <laughs> it's a no for me. Like I I can't do it. I I'm I'm a dental assistant. I'm a certified dental assistant. Okay, dental assistant. As well. All right. Yes. Look at you, entrepreneur. Yes, absolutely. I'm very smart. I'm not just pretty. Very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and teeth are, are big for me. I'm mm-hmm. big on my own teeth. My teeth are very white, very straight. So um, I just, you know, I need somebody that, that can match match me. Because mm-hmm. I can't be with nobody that look like, ooh, how'd you get her? No. Mm-mm. Cause you can't put your lips on me. Mm-hmm. Now with your teeth throwing up gang signs, all that other nonsense, mm-hmm. or hygiene mm-hmm. says a lot about a person. No, that's no, that's actually true. And people don't, you know, you'd be surprised, man. And you know, even with these masks, these guys be taking their mask off, trying to talk to me. I'm like, ooh, put your mask ooh. back on. And then not even, and not even that, they be unattractive anyway. And I'm like, sir, you, you like, you know, it's the audacity. Cause you know what? It's a lottery analogy. It works. That's it. They're like, hey, let me shoot my shot. Like, she might like me, you know, and like, no, I don't. But you never know. No, I don't. <laughs> you, you know the gun line. You know I'm out of your league. I just be honest with yourself. Come but, on. Um, you know what? You you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Like, for example, 
uh, rapper, the game, my husband, I slid in his DM like a year coming up on a year. Um, and I'm just still hopeful, you know, you, you never know. <laughs> I just, but that don't mean you out of his league. That's not what that means. It'd be, it'd be men that come up to you. You just know good and well. Oh you no! Know, uh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. No, that no, that's true. That's true. Look, shoot for the stars. All right, shoot for the stars. <laughs> that's all. That's always what I have to say. You know, shoot for the stars. Um, speaking of uh, celebrity crushes, who was your, if not your first, who was the longest celebrity crush you've had? You know, to date. Um, I. <laughs> well, that's a hard question because I feel like I've never really had a celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. There's nobody I'm just like, oh my God, I would just, I would just die for him. Ugh. I, I, I find, I find Idris Elba very attractive. It's mm-hmm. the accent. I walk around with the accent all the time. I fake people out. Like I have an accent all the time and it, they, they fall in love with me even more. And they're like, oh my God, you're bald and you're chocolate and you have an accent. Oh, I'm just so in love. That's like, thank you so much. Do you like it? Mm. <laughs> but I turn it on and off real fast. They, th- they think it's the sexiest thing ever. Oh my gosh. Vibe, sis, vibe. All right. All right. Well, number three, um, what is your all-time like favorite go-to meal to cook? Like people like love this meal that you might, you know, throw down in. What is that one meal that you can perfect? Peppered chicken with red mashed potatoes and asparagus. All right now. Okay, so yours is the best in town. We putting that on everything. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm, I can put that on everything. Okay, all right, best in town. Um, number four, what is the best birthday you've had thus far? Oh gosh, um, mm, it probably has to be one of my childhood birthdays. My mom, she went all out all the time. We had, uh, you know, the characters that dressed up in the costumes. Mm-hmm. The Power Powerpuff Girls. She mm-hmm. had all three of them come out. She had the Moon Bounce. We had the Clown making balloons and telling jokes and giving shows. My mom went all out for my childhood birthday. So that would probably have to say one of my childhood birthdays. I don't even know what age it was, but she she pulled out all the stops. We had cotton candy machines, mm. the whole nine. Listen, I, I, so, this, this this that's a real party. My my birthday parties a, a real were party. like my, were like you know here and there. So you know what I, I I was there with you in spirit. I was there with you in spirit. Um, okay. What was your first car? What happened to it? If you still have it, what was your first car? And what's your dream car? My first car is actually my dream car. Um, I bought a Mustang. Woo! Go ahead, yeah, sis. Go ahead. I bought a Mustang right after I joined the Army. That was my very first car. Mm-hmm. Um, I totaled it. Mm. Um, and a Hummer hit me. Mm. Yeah, a Hummer hit me. I hydroplaned into the other lane. He wasn't paying attention. And he just ping-ponged <sighs> me right into another car. So I totaled it. And after that, I bought another Mustang. And, you know, hydroplaned, of course, again, because these Mustangs, they're famous for hydroplaning. Um, wow. Totaled that one. I did not and know now, that. Yes, very much so. And now I am on my third Mustang. And as you can see, Mustangs are my dream car. <laughs> and I refuse to buy anything other than a Mustang because if anything goes wrong with it, I would be less inclined to deal with it because I don't want it. So if it's not a Mustang, I'm not gonna fix it. Okay, there. Listen, there it is. You're you're not like a super speeder, are you? Like, you have you had a speeding ticket? Oh, I've had one speeders ticket, and it almost got me locked up. So whoa, yeah. wow. What did you, yeah, did, did, you 
did you did you have to use the restroom and you just or you were just like upset or what 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 happened no i was trying to help a friend get from um atlanta to macon to pick up her daughter to take her to go to the airport Mm -hmm. and it was like i don't know two o'clock in the morning so there were no cars in the road it was dry outside i just happened to you know run past uh macon police and they were sitting in the cut. I didn't even see them. We were just trying to get it. We was late for the flight. It was going to be late. And I was just I was just getting it. You know, it wasn't all the cars, you know. So, of course, he caught me, you know. He was like, you know, you know how fast you were going? You were going 30 over. I was going like 90 and a 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and this ticket, woo, this ticket was like $500. And I was just like, God damn. And I, I went to court for it and all that other good stuff. The judge tried to lock me up. And it was just. The one thing is, mess. why is the judge trying to lock you up for a speeding ticket? Yeah, because um, I tried to do community service. I did community service. You know, you can do community service to if you don't have the money. Because who just has $500 to give somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, I did not. So I did community service. And he tried to say that I forged the hours or he was like yeah, you know if you write yeah. this yourself that's forgery you can go, oh, that's a felony gosh. and i was like wow are you racist people, or people what's going got, on because people ain't got nothing else I'm, to do with their life come on now nothing else to do and i was just like okay this is not happening right now but everything ended well the police officer that i did the hours with he he subpoenaed him i'm sorry it was that serious he subpoenaed him had him take a live take a test it was a whole kabobble um, but you know, I got out of it and ended up having to do the hours all over again, mm-hmm. which was perfectly fine. Um, and you know, that happened, but now, you know, I have my Mustang and, uh, I just bought a 2020 R6 motorcycle. So Hold on, like sir, look at you. Yeah, yeah, I like speed a little bit. Okay, look, look at you. Look, I'm, I'm, I go like seven miles over the speed limit. So I'm, I'm, you know, people call me driving Miss Daisy. I'm like, yeah, says the person with ten tickets and you got a suspended license. Okay, anyway, anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Here's la- here's the last question. Here's the last question. Okay, and there is no wrong or right answer to this. All right, this is just your opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, what is a black film? that you don't care for that's pretty popular in our community? A black film, a black character, or a TV show? Oh, wow. That is a hard question. Because I got like 10 on deck. <laughs> Dang! Do you? No, because you know what the thing is? I when you, you know when you get older and you start watching, you know, certain things, you're like, bro, that was really bad acting. Like, why did we go and, like, celebrate this film? <laughs> you okay. Know. Let me see. This one is because, so it's Everybody Hates Chris. Okay. And I'm going to say this because I hate to see when we have television shows with black people, mm-hmm. all black families, they portray us as we're doing so bad in life. They, I haven't seen not one black film, black TV show where the family is uh, prospering, doing great, happy wife, happy life, husband black mom is black all the kids are black no adopted no welfare no mm-hmm. living in the hood but there's so many white films where the family is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. daughter son's great they're all sending them off to amazing colleges and you know dad has a great job mom's a stay-at-home wife it's so many white films like that but we don't have any black films and they, they just continue to make these black tv shows films and the black families are never doing absolutely amazing mm-hmm. i mean in in all aspects 
So everybody hates Chris. Is probably the one that I don't care for. Yeah, I, I won't and, even watch and, it. And you know what? I, I, you know, there were certain things like as the seasons progressed, I was like, bro, this is really racist. Like, I, there were something I just like after a while, I had to kind of turn it off. I'm like, the teacher would say certain things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like. You know, Chris Chris Rock had it pretty hard. I'm like that. That to me, you know, it, it, I, I, who, I'm who's just writing this. I hope it's not a black person writing this. Who's writing this? Like, mm-hmm. you know. So that was my thoughts for that. Is probably one show that you couldn't pay me to watch for what? Got you, got you. Okay, I, I'm gonna give you my my like five or ten. Um, I didn't care for for Honey. That wasn't. I, I didn't care for that. Super fly. The 2018 version was bad. Um, I did not care, and this is gonna sound so bad. I did not care for 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 Boomerang. All right, I didn't care. <laughs> I I did not care for Shanae Jenkins, Mama Payne. I didn't care for that. Um, some of Tyler Perry's films did not care for that. You know, so you know, I'm like, uh, nah, that uh, that joke isn't funny. Okay. All right. Well, we are coming to an end. Go ahead. Uh, we y'all. We were supposed to probably do only thirty minutes, but we've been having so so much fun. It's coming up on an hour. Go ahead. Give out your socials. Let people know where they can find you. All right. Well, I like to keep things super simple. Literally, all of my social media, all of it, is my whole name because that's what I will be known for. You guys will know my name. My name is Quinice Jackson. If I have Twitter, which I don't get on. YouTube, which I'm starting my channel here very shortly, Instagram, TikTok, any type of social media there is, if I have it, it'll be Q-U-A-N-I-C-E, Jackson, Quinice Jackson. So make sure you follow me, subscribe to my YouTube, and stay tuned, because the kid, she coming. That's it. That it, and she's talking about herself, not her, not a baby guy. She's talking about herself. You know, you gotta explain that to the soul ones in the <laughs> you back. Explain everything. You do, but yes, guys, please, 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 um, make sure you all um, follow her. Make sure you all uh, keep keep you know showing love to all the creeps in her DMs. It's 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 like you're on the section eight waiting list. All right, you're not getting approved. Okay. Um, like, look, look, hold on, real quick question. What is the creepiest thing, if not the creepiest thing, the most memorable thing some guy or woman has said to you, um, like trying to holler at you? Oh, God, something about sucking on toes. And that's like my biggest turn off. <laughs> I hate feet. I hate your feet. I hate my feet. Uh-huh. I hate feet. Okay. So don't come at me talking about something. Let me just lick the bottom of your toe. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> what, what if they paid you $5 million? I'll let them lick my feet two times. Great. All right. There you have it. So, yes, guys, please. And make sure you all, if you're not already, please subscribe to my channel. Um, if you haven't, don't be that person. And, guys, don't be that person on either one of our pages where you sit here, you like all of our photos and stuff, and you don't even hit follow. Don't be that weird creep. Okay? What is it with that? You know, after the third, like, you better follow. Okay? Just saying. I'm just saying. All right. And signing out. <laughs>